As you know, the election campaign is in full swing. Um, Justin Trudeau, Andrew Scheer, Elizabeth May, Jagmeet Singh, they're all out and about. And yesterday, Justin Trudeau was at the Sheridan Center Hotel. He had several healthcare professionals and trauma care workers talking about the issue of gun violence that he was uh, he was hosting this discussion with them. And our next guest decided that he would, you know, give uh, Justin Trudeau um, his take on why he doesn't like Justin Trudeau's plan against, uh, you know, the raising problem, the uh, rising occurrence of gun violence. Dr. Joel Lexton joins us right now. He's an emergency physician for the University Health Network. Welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Kelly. So uh, apparently you, you bluntly told Justin Trudeau you thought he had the wrong approach on keeping handguns off the street. How did he take that? Um, he took it like a politician. He um, deflected the issue. He recognized people had concerns that um, the liberals weren't going far enough, but he didn't make <clears throat> excuse me, he didn't make any commitments to changing their position. Well, their position is the Liberals have promised to ban all military-style assault rifles, such as the semi-automatic AR-15, and work with provinces and territories to empower municipalities to bar or further restrict handguns. So if a municipality wants to bring in a handgun ban, he'll help out with that. So why do you think this plan is, is flawed? Well, there are a couple of things. So first of all, in order to be able to do this, he has to get the provinces to agree. And I think that there are some provinces where the premiers are just not going to buy into this. And Ontario is one. Doug Ford has already said he's not interested in restricting handgun sales. Um, I would expect that there will be other provinces. So that's the first point. The second point is that even if a province buys in, unless the province bans handgun sales completely throughout the province. If they leave it up to the municipalities, Toronto may decide to do a ban. Mississauga may not decide to do a ban. So all you do is you drive across the 427 and you can pick up your handgun. What would you like to see happen? I think that what we should be doing is a national, as a countrywide ban on handgun sales. I don't think that handgun sales have any place in Canada. Um, there's, a, there's a place for long arms, rifles and such for hunters, for people living in rural communities. Um, but I think that handguns basically are weapons designed to, to kill people and we're better off without them. Not only from the point of view of homicides, but there are more deaths from gun violence because of suicide than there are homicides. And um, most of the people, I think, who kill themselves with guns have purchased those guns legally. So you get those guns out of their homes and we reduce the suicide rate. Dr. Lechkins is on the show with us right now. Let me ask you this. You've been an emergency room doctor for three decades. How have you seen gun violence evolve? Well... Let me just be clear. The University Health Network used to be a trauma center, but we stopped doing that oh, in the early 1990s. So we don't really see um, handgun. We don't see the results of, of shootings in our emergency department. But the emergency community in Toronto is pretty clo close knit, 
and we hear about things from um, from our colleagues in the trauma centers at Sunnybrook and St. Mike's. Okay, so give and, us an idea from what you're hearing how things have evolved over the the past little while. Well, it's just it's gotten considerably um, more common to to see these kinds of things. So, for instance, there were one of the people at the conference yesterday was um, a woman from Australia who's doing a one-year trauma fellowship in Canada. She said that in one weekend um, working at St. Mike's, she saw more gunshot victims than she'd seen in all her training in Australia. It's Gun violence is increasingly more common, um, and it's not just the the people the people who are being affected are not just people who are part of gangs but they're also innocent victims who are being hit by um stray bullets is australia one of the countries that has a the handgun ban throughout the country national one um i'm not sure if it's got a handgun ban but australia's gun ownership is certainly much more restrictive than canada um and in fact that was introduced uh, in the mid-1990s by a prime minister who was just as conservative as Stephen Harper. Um, so it doesn't mean that you have to be a liberal to take action on handgun violence, meaningful action. Is is there a federal party with a plan that addresses the problem of, of gun violence, in your opinion, that you think is appropriate? I think that both the Greens and the NDP have a stronger position than the Liberals on gun violence. The conservative policy seems to be focused just on increased policing and ignores the presence of guns on the street. And I'm not saying that banning handguns is the complete solution. It's clearly not. Um, We also have to look at why people are being driven to pick up guns and use them in the first place. And a lot of that has to do with um, with social with um, social determinants of health, poverty, um, and at the same time that we ban handguns, we also need to be um, forming a um, a solid plan for providing social housing and for reducing the poverty rate in Canada. I don't want to sound insensitive with this next question, but I'm going to ask it because I think there's a lot of people that won't be moved by uh, some of the uh, reasons that you brought up that we need to start working on uh, on, and getting rid of handguns. But they might, when it comes down to dollars and cents, be more persuaded, uh, you know, to follow, like to to get on board with your argument for a national ban of of guns across Canada. Um, How much is it costing emergency rooms now, this gun violence? Um, I don't have any figures, but you can look, as people were saying yesterday, um, when a victim of handgun violence comes into the emergency department, um, we don't miraculously um, make them well again. People are spending weeks in ICUs, years in rehab. Mm -hmm. Um, They have multiple operations. So one of the people yesterday was saying that there was somebody who just had his ninth surgery because of being hit by by bullets. Um, The families of these people 
need therapy because of post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, there are wide-ranging consequences from the use from um, gun violence that costs our uh, medical system a lot of money. And yes, it would cost money to institute bans, to buy back guns. Mm -hmm. But I think that that money would be more than saved um, by reducing the health care costs associated with handguns. Dr. Lekin, I want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks for your time. Have a great day. He's an emergency physician at the University Health Network who was on a panel yesterday with Prime Minister Trudeau and basically said, yeah, your idea, I don't like it. I don't think it goes far enough on uh, on restricting the high-powered weapons. We need to go farther than the semi-automatic AR-15 and that ban on all military-style fire uh, weapons. We want to get a national ban going. You know, when asked how Trudeau reacted, well, like a politician. So I don't know if it actually registered or not.